0: Play football. Play, play to the, the rules. Play, play to the referee. Crush your fingers if you get a slice of look, and may the, the best team win. win. Good evening and welcome to tonight's uh, special Liverpool Liverpool podcast, it's the 7th of January and we are going to be responding to the news that Coutinho has actually gone to Barcelona, he's been unveiled before with medical skills and we're going to talk about the future for Liverpool and who we believe might come in and hope to come in and uh, how we are sure we're going to be fine no matter what that little shite's done. And let's start with uh, your reaction to the news site.
1: Well, oh, thankful the little snake's gone. That's why. <laughs> now, now, in, in, in all fairness, I mean, I think uh, I spoke to you a, bit, a little bit before the show about, uh, about, about Coutinho and how I never really took to him in the same way that I've taken to other players. Um, yes, he's a great player, but I don't feel deeply hurt that he's gone um, at all. Um, I, I suppose a couple of other people are probably having their own Fernando Torres moment. Uh, there you go, I said his name.
0: Oh, my t-
1: God. The first oh time in God. six years. God. Because if I if if called him by my by, by usual nickname, people wouldn't actually understand what I was talking about. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think other people are probably having that moment about with, uh, with, with Coutinho at the moment. And um, you know, I understand it's difficult, uh, but for me, I always felt that he was probably going to go at some point. I expect him to wait another year. It's disappointing that he didn't. And it's, for more than anything else, it's the manner, of, of the way he's actually gone about moving than anything else which just pissed me off uh, You know, the, the, the guy's been a complete snake about it when I mean, considering you'd never say boo to a goose four or five years ago when he first came to the club for him to do this is um, is downright reprehensible and I've got absolutely no time for it whatsoever so for me the fact that he's actually left the club now I'm, I'm completely happy with Sounds good to me Ben do you want to follow on from that?
2: Yeah uh, I, I do actually agree with Sai. He made a good point there but um, just the connection. Um, I think we all sort of knew that Coutinho was going to go at some point. I mean, it was always a case of, you know, when, not if. So, I think that's the reason probably we didn't have the connection with him that we maybe had with, um, you know, the likes of Suarez or that. though you know, we probably knew he was going to end up going in the end too. But he had the, he seemed to have more sort of fight and and desire. And I think that's always something that uh, Coutinho maybe lacked at times. It's sort of the first season we've really seen it from him. Um but yeah, what an absolute fucking snake. <laughs> um that's you know, that's just really the way to sum him up. I think the thing is when he did move, he was sort of an innocent little little kid who, you know, didn't really have an awful lot of chances. We gave him a chance and you know, he he, he put his head down and he worked and he sort of turned into a smug little kid. Um, you know, that's, that's how it ends.
0: Yeah, it's kind of. I saw an interesting tweet from Carragher when he said um, when he arrived, he, he didn't expect him to become the player he's become now. And, you know, fair play. Some, a lot of that's down to him and the work he's put in. But a lot of that is also down to the coaching he's had at Liverpool. So it's disappointing he didn't give any kind of respect towards what, what's been done for him by the club in the fact he's left midway through the season. So,
3: Robski. Tell us about your feelings. My feelings. Uh, well, to be honest with you, like I was kind of, I kind of accept the fact that he was going to go in the summer. So I was just like, fair enough. But for what he's done, like obviously within the transfers over the last few seasons, Suarez, Sterling, like out of all of them, Suarez, like he handled himself so much better than the other two. Um. Like Sterling as well, to a certain respect, he, I know he was a snake about it and I, I don't really like him, but like has just gone about it the whole wrong way. And uh, just echoing size comments, he is a little snake. And I just think we're having a great season. Klopp's put so much effort and so much time into him and he has improved his game massively since Klopp came in. Um, and for just to do it this time of the season, we're having a good season. We're doing well in the Champions League. Uh, looking for a, possibly a second place finish in the league, I just think it's very, uh, very shit timing. To be honest with you, obviously the fee was massive, and I, I understand, but like I, just, I still can't get my head around the fact that obviously we haven't announced anyone to replace them yet.
0: Yeah, I, I, su- I suppose it, it's kind of would have been ideal if they were kind of announcing somebody, but you know, on the other hand. It doesn't always work as smoothly as the club may like, so we'll have to wait and see what happens in the coming weeks. But, Guy, tell us a bit more about uh, why you think uh, Coutinho felt he needed to go now and not wait to the end of the year.
4: Firstly, he's a cunt. Um, <laughs> That's a given. Yeah. Um, to go now, I think if he went to the World Cup, tore the absolute ass out of everyone, his price goes from a hundred. €160 million million to £200 million pretty quick. And Barca clearly don't. Barca have money, but they've obviously got some sort of relationship with Nike, and then there's always... (coughs) Excuse me. And then there's obviously the story that came out that Coutinho's actually paid some of the transfer fee himself. So, yeah, I think it it had to happen for them this time. Because if it it went... um, to the summer it was too much a gamble for them i mean they've all they've made all these promises to the fans they're going to rebuild the stadium and stuff like that that's not going to happen anytime soon unless they call it the nike arena seemingly um but yeah the, it had to happen for them but in, for us it's left us a bit with a, a gaping hole in our in our team at the minute and well this is the point this is the point of the, the podcast is who we're going to replace him and New people in the media aren't exactly helping calm the fan base down.
0: Oh, certainly aren't. And as you've kind of rightly put the uh, the bit on there that we're going to be talking about moving forward and who might replace him within the squad, do you want to do want to kick off and say who you feel we need to get to move us forward with those funds we are receiving?
4: Um, ideally, uh, you want Kate to come early, um, but I don't think that'll happen. Um, Ma- Mares link seems to be from his side rather than the club side. But since the Van Dyke debacle, the club's media has just been so in-house and so quaint. Till till something's literally happened, the media has barely speculated or reported on it. So I can't, you can't, re- I can't really comment on media links and stuff like that. For me, I'd rather have Lamar over Mares, but that leaves a short in the Champions League. Ideally, you'd want, I'd want Lamar and Mares at the same time. Um, goalkeeper, and then I think other people probably mention goalkeeper. I mean, if we could get Mares and a goalkeeper now, and then end up getting a deal for Lamar for the summer, that would be ideal for me. But I am currently spouting a load of shit that I'll probably do on FIFA at some point. So yeah, um, yeah it's... Um, <laughs> Ideally. Ideally, I'd want Mares and another just to cover bases in the Champions League.
0: Right, Ben, do you want to follow on from Guy and tell us what you agree with, what you don't and what you'd like to uh, happen next?
2: Um, yeah, pretty much agree with all of that. I mean, um, the thing is, with Lamar and Mares, you know, one of them's going to be... Lamar's going to be uh, cup tied sorry, for the, for the Champions League. So... If we do end up just signing Lamar, it's not really going to help us an awful lot in that regard because, really, in terms of looking at a winger anyway, what you're looking at is somebody that you can you can use to give Mane, Salah, and even Bobby uh, a rest. So, if you were just getting Lamar, it wouldn't really help an awful lot in that regard. I know he probably he could play in midfield, but um, he's not really helping that out. So, yeah, Mares would definitely. Be one that I'd be looking for now. I think we can probably hold off in Lamar if we really needed to. Um, but something um, that, that seems to be coming up a lot in the last couple of hours is uh, getting kid in early. And again, it's another one. It doesn't help you in the Champions League because you know he's cup tight as well. So um, there's been a lot of talk about Ndidi. and um, another yes, one. Yes, Yeah, another one that I I like, uh, Rabiu at. Uh, PSG who's uh, he is actually a big Liverpool fan so I mean that that would be a plus in trying to get him but yeah goalkeeper as well I mean literally (laughs) you can go through you can go through every position in the team really in the spine especially Um, you know we could use that money on but it's just it's really seeing who's available but you're not going to see who's available without actually going and trying to get them you know clubs aren't going to come to you and say here such and such is available Uh, do you want them you know so it's it's up to us to put the work in to to see who we can get and who we can't.
0: But I suppose can that not be achieved between clubs without putting in a bid? Can we not be saying to them who who like for example, if we go to Leicester and say, Mares, are you open to sell him this window? Or do you actually have to put a bid in to see what they say?
2: Well, I mean, I think you've got to you've got to show them what you're willing to pay. I mean, yeah, they're gonna make them available if you're willing to pay a good fee for him.
0: So at the moment you feel possibly the club might need to do a bit more to get the ball rolling on some of these things?
2: Well, that's the thing. But at the end of the day, we don't really know what's happening behind the scenes. Um, the trouble. I, I, I mean, I'm of the belief that the Coutinho deal was done maybe two weeks ago. Um. So, I, I mean, it's possible that we actually have somebody very close at the moment, but obviously, you know, the clubs play these things out. Um, at the end of the day, we could be waiting for the Coutinho deal to go through first for the money to come in. Um, you know, before we announce anything, they're not going to want the uh, the press to be putting any names out till till have another uh, Van Dyke situation again.
0: Hmm. Le- learning from past mistakes, I suppose. So, sorry. Si, what do you want to What do you want to add to this discussion? Well, I mean,
1: I mean Ben's, Ben's made Ben's made uh, some 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 points there, and I agree with him on pretty much most of it, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I think, I think what we need to look at more than anything else uh, is we don't, need to, we don't need to go for a like-for-like replacement for Coutinho. Um, I think we've all said before, you know, he, flit, he flitted between this left-wing role inside-forward, uh, which then, in, in Klopp's first season, which Klopp then brought Salah in and switched Mane across to so that he could bring uh, Coutinho back into the centre-midfield. And then it unbalanced us a little bit, which made us more defensively vulnerable. Uh, and there's no point having you know the, the, the front four being as fantastic as they are if you can't defend the, the, at the other end. So I think we'll probably be looking for something so that would make us more uh, defensively responsible whilst also keeping that attacking edge. Uh, so you know, instead of instead of winning three nil and then coming back to three like against Sevilla, we're winning two nil. You know, that that sort of level. And I think myself and Guy discussed you know, the, this, this type of formation, though the fluidity of the front four is, um, is, is probably more key than the people actually within it. Uh, and, and having the players who can actually do that. And You know, I think um, if, you, if you're looking at the likes uh, of a more physical presence in there, Oxlade-Chamberlain provides a little bit more defensive mouse than Katini would do, for, serve, for example, uh, in that attacking midfield role. So why not start to look towards a centre midfield partner Behind that, rather than going for the the uh, the, the Coutinho replacement as such, so there's there's many different things that we could be, you know, looking at to uh, to do this. And now I think Lamar is um, it was, it's definitely a name on the list uh, as has been proven repeatedly uh, over the last few months. And I, I don't think Klopp will probably walk away from that. What he will try to do is let the transfer market cool down a little bit. Um, but also Ben touched upon something uh, there which was maybe that. The Casino deal was done a little while back, potentially proven by the the, the Nike faux pas um, just you know just on New Year there. Um, and there's potential that we're we're also talking to somebody else that hasn't been named. You know, who who who, who could that be? You know, we've been linked with P- Christian Pulisic from Dortmund in the past. That name could be on the list and would make perfect marketing sense for an American set of owners as well. So. Uh, yeah, there's many different facets here that we need to look at, and it, it, you know it's not as cut and dry as just getting a replacement like for like with Coutinho.
0: More case of, uh, I think, improving the squad and giving us better options rather than getting one player in that's going to replace him. So I'm uh, definitely right in what, in what you're saying there, uh, Rob. Uh, we've heard lots of names here. Which, which names excite you about being potential signings?
3: Sanchez, be my man.
1: You want to go more attacking?
3: <laughs> no, I just think like if you're talking like for like replacement, Sanchez is perfect, and he like his work rate, obviously oh. it's quality. he's yeah,
1: um, not. He's not, not not like for like at all. I'm sorry, I'm not having that. <laughs> this isn't FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: but yeah, no. Like, if if as I say you're talking like for like, I'd like um Sanchez or Özil. Uh, but if you're talking. As I said, to strengthen the the squad in general, Uh, a a solid centre mid would do me. I think Hendo, as we said, is a bust. Uh, Obviously, Chan's going to be leaving in the summer, Uh, so I don't know where his head's at. Um, Well, I was just touching up on the point there. They were were saying about uh, the whole why did Coutinho switch now? Why did Barca want him now? I actually read an article the other day that they said um, it gives them chance to rest Iniesta in the league, Um, so he can so. Yeah, for wrestling as the league, so he's fit, it's like he's got fresh for the Champions League, so we could do something similar if we got a player that's cup tied. We could rest one of the guys in the league and have him fresh for the um, Champions League. But, um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd like, obviously, Ozil or Sanchez, um, but if we get creative early, I'd, I'd love that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, I'm just... Like,
2: I would. I would actually say one thing, not... Necessarily, Sanchez. I, I don't see that happening. Um, I, I wouldn't be against it, but I just don't see it happening. But
1: I also don't see it as like for like. No, <laughs> uh, we've established we that, that <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not against it. You know, I think he's a good player, but like for like, he is not. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, the the one thing that would be interesting would. Um, I mean, we've seen clubs sort of experimenting with Salah down the middle. Um, and I know, obviously, we have Bobby there, so, I mean, it would probably be a case of putting him into the 10 or, 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 you know, going two up top. But it would maybe allow Mane to go back to his best position on the right.
0: I was going to say, he seems to have um, struggled a bit, obviously, like with his injury and being moved back to the left. It seems to have had a bit of an impact on his performance levels. So, could very well be interesting to see if that did happen and he moved back, yeah. if he come back to the play he was last season.
2: I mean, it does, it gives us options maybe to tweak a few things if if we want to. Not, not that it needed tweaking in the first place, but, um, you know, it gives us, it does give us options. We've, we've got a lot of money to play with. And, you know, there are different ways we can take it. So,
0: just what you talk about, uh, maybe moving Bobby, where, where do you think his best position is?
2: Uh, well, I haven't really seen him play you know, we haven't seen him play in what used to be his best position. Definitely, um in Germany it was behind the striker. But, you know, we really haven't seen that at Liverpool at all. So I mean it's tough to say. He's really, really, really grown into the position that he's in at the moment. And, you know, it would take a lot it would take me take a lot of convincing for me to move him really. Um, you know, the the only thing we could do would be if Klopp wants to try Salah down the middle or maybe maybe you go for a big number nine. I mean not necessarily, I don't mean a big number now is in fucking Andy Carl, but. <laughs>
0: oh, you <know>. please no. <laughs> or Toastam. <Tosin. laughs> cord- so, this, this is like um, all brilliant if we can pull some of this off, but what do you think happens if the players' clock wants aren't available and we stick as we are for now? Um, one, there'll be uproar from the fans, which there will be no matter what happens because some of them are assholes. But. What what do you think happens to our season if we if we carry on as we are? And uh that's at, that's at you, Si.
1: Oh, well, Yeah, I mean this this is a poison chalice because I mean I think I, you you see so many people getting really upset about, you know, um how can we not have somebody lined up and, and, and so on and so forth. Now the potential is that and the chances are we do have somebody lined up, which not hit the media yet. Um but also Klopp has proven before um, how stubborn he is when it comes to these sort of things. So there's a good chance that you know if he, if it, you know this deal hits a roadblock, that he will decide not to go forward and to trust the players that he's got. Um, it won't be as hard hitting as it was possibly last year when you were looking at the likes of Woodburn playing much more and the Jaria. Um, whereas we won't have that issue this year because we've got we've got the strength and depth to a certain extent and we have to wait for the summer. And I still think we'll finish top four fairly comfortably, to be perfectly honest with you. What it will have an impact upon is the, the potential for rotation um, when it comes to the Cups. And I'd, I'd quite like to win the FA Cup and have a damn good fist of it in the, in the Champions League. And that's where the, the, the signing is required for, um, to, even if it plays like the Coutinho in the Estrella situation, but if it allows us to rest folk um, in the league to play in Champions League, then so be it. So, so that, that's where the difficulty is uh, for me. Um, but I think he's stubborn enough uh, and confident enough in the players and, and what he actually has uh, in front of him to actually make that decision and, and to move us the way we are at the moment.
0: Uh, all what you said was great, apart from when you got to having a damn good fist, and then I just lost what you were saying then. Um, <laughs> guys,
1: so then, um, so, so Rob's misses.
0: <laughs> moving on.
1: So, go
0: Um So, what do you think if we if we were to move on with what we have now? I know you're quite fearful about the current options in midfield, and if we go forward like this, it's play,
4: it, it's playing with fire basically. Um, if we if you go as is, um, because without Phil, it, it just, as I said, it limits the rotation. Um, obviously, the league is not. It's not as bad as it, it was in the last month and a half, is it? So, the, the league will. Sort itself out, but obviously, we'll be a worse team without Phil. That whoever we sign, it, it won't matter, we won't be as good, so we can't replace that level of quality unless we're signing like Kevin De Bruyne or Leon Messi. But I, I, think we'd be, with... I think
1: we've better balanced guy. I, mean, like, yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. where he comes in, mate. You know, I understand what you're saying, like for well, like it'd be very I, difficult for that, but yeah, I think you know, when it comes to well, that balance in right. the side, I think we'd be better off.
4: Well, it depends who we sign, right? Because if we say if yeah. we just get in Maris, he like he doesn't fix the balance.
1: He'll have another I left. I don't, I don't see I don't see it's getting Marez.
4: No I'm, who say if Lamar's the most likely, possibly. If we got Keita, I agree. It 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 it'd fix the balance. But if we get if we get Lamar or Mare, admittedly I've not seen enough of Lamar to know how
1: he is defensively. But that doesn't
4: I, I really
2: fix... think we would be more on balance with Lamar. I uh, agree, certainly, certainly at the moment. You know, I, I, I'd
1: see Lamar more as a, a substitute for Salah or Firmino, which doesn't replace what you've lost with Coutinho.
2: Yeah, I mean, if he had a pre if he had a full pre-season under Klopp, then you know he's obviously gonna gonna know a lot, lot more, and he's gonna he's gonna have time. But I mean, if he's thrown straight in, he's not gonna be able to make an awful lot of a difference uh, right away.
0: I suppose, like I'll say, you mentioned the name earlier, Ben, and Didi, Would that bring the balance to the team? Yes. Uh,
2: Without a doubt, yeah. Without, <coughs> without a doubt, because um, for a start, he, he's a natural. He's a natural centre midfielder. Um, he's a ball winner, which is something which I don't really think we have. Um, I mean, Chan does it to a certain extent, but uh, he he would definitely be the most natural at it that we would have. Um, so yeah, hundred percent, he would add a lot more balance. I but,
0: think you were saying I earlier. I don't. think you saying earlier. He's got similar similar stats to Cante this season, is he?
2: Yeah, I think he's got the most tackles in the league, uh, most successful, t- uh, most most uh, tackles in the league, and um, you know all, all similar sort of stats. So he he would definitely make us a lot more solid, uh, a lot more balanced in midfield. But um, we, you know, we're gaining uh, defensively. We're 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 a lot more balanced. But what we are losing is we're losing creativity. So you know, you give and take. It's you know, it's, if you were getting Keita in at the same time, then you're adding creativity and you're adding um, Balkar in with him. And if you were getting uh, Ndidi along with him, then you've got that balance on, on the defensive side. But if it's just Ndidi, then we're still lacking creativity.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I would agree with that, Ben, personally. Um, I think if, if Keita actually managed to arrive in the summer, then we probably would have seen Coutinho go then um, rather than now. Uh, so, I, I yeah, Ankeita would bring that, but he also brings much more uh, defensive skills. You see his interceptions and his tackles and so on. Uh, he provides <clears> that. <throat> also, I think he needs a partner indeed. He makes sense there, but I mean, I, I've not seen any strong links to that as yet, so I'm going to withhold judgment on whether he's going to be the one to come in. I mean, so, I'd, have, I'd prefer someone like um, SMS at, at Lazio. I mean, is uh, Savic, isn't, isn't, isn't
2: it? Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's the dream, but if he... If he did come in, I sort of see him as another another eight, really. Um, you know, ideally, I would like somebody somebody more defensive behind him too. Again, he's somebody who likes to get forward, somebody who likes to carry the ball.
0: So go back uh, to what you're saying to then, si, You're saying about um, you felt Coutinho would have gone in the summer. Um, I do, if,
1: I do. because the the way the way Klopp Klopp is, uh, he doesn't want that. Anything, anything which can potentially derail his ambition his side and his, his, uh, his team ethic he, he 's got no time for it I mean you 've seen it before with Mohamedou Sako um, rightly or wrongly uh, we, we, you know he, he was quite happy to be ruthless and to bomb people out and to think that for people to think that he didn't make this call uh, is is naive. he absolutely made this call. But I think the owners have, have tried enough now to to stick with this, but you know the fact that he, he was very pointed in his leaving uh, statement about about Coutinho. That's been very well written and he's he's overseen that. You know, he's coming in, uh, not only is he telling me and the, and the owners that he wants to go, but he's telling his teammates. And that is very pointed to me, you know, that, that, that suggests he's undermining my authority. Um, so, you know, if people think that he's actually been really nice to Coutinho on the way out there, he isn't, that, that's quite harsh. Um, mm, I, so that, uh, I, I totally that, agree. That's that's coming from a senior management position. Whereas, you know, that that's a quick way for me to, have, you know, when I'm looking at references and things like that. to if, if somebody says something along those lines, then you know that they're not exactly great with them as a team player. So, you're you're
0: not in any impression then that he stayed in the summer because FSG didn't want Barcelona being asshole. So basically, you think it's purely footballing reasons, and Klopp wanted him to stay.
1: Uh, yeah, because if Klopp could have replaced him in the summer,
0: he'd have gone. And I suppose, on the one hand, it's quite good that didn't happen then. So he's had a, a good first half of the season and we've probably got a bit more money than we would have back then. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But hindsight's hands, a
1: wonderful thing. Mm, certainly is.
0: Um, no, I think uh, you're probably not not wrong with what you're saying there, mate. And Rob, do you want to give us any further thoughts on what you think we're going to be doing for the rest of
3: the season? Um, oh, to be honest with you, like. I know, obviously, Coutinho is absolutely. I actually love Coutinho. Well, I loved him. He's world class. But um, Can
0: you put the I, tissues away now, mate? He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like,
3: it's. Oh, we've brought Van Dijk and we've strengthened a weak link. Like, we don't struggle for goals. I know we're going to lack creativity. Like, you now he's gone. But like, we, our win percentage without him in the team was just as high as it was with him in the team. So, like.
2: Higher. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. So. Like even though we've lost him and we've got a massive fee for him, like if we don't bring one in, I'll be pretty pissed off to be honest with you. But I think mainly because if someone gets injured, a salary injury or Manny injury, then it screws us. Um, but other than that, I think we've really strengthened where we need to strengthen. Obviously, we we do need more players. We need to keep a keeper, a centre mid. But like I said, we don't we don't struggle for goals. The only thing I'd, that would worry me would be the creativity side of things. But. Um, as as I said, there we've percentages higher without him in the team. So um, we obviously score goals when he's not in the team. So no, um, but yeah, no, like I, I do think we have um, like I'm happy enough with the squad we have at the moment. Uh, but I think as as I said earlier, we'd struggle in the cups if we don't uh, bring in any any new additions. But I say I'm happy that we've strengthened the, the weak link. Well,
0: f- for me, I, um, right now, it's absolutely ridiculous, this is, but I think this makes the game against City even bigger than it was. Because, oh, unnecessarily so. Yeah, completely unnecessarily so, but you, you know what a lot of our fans are in that. If we if we beat City, the world would be good, absolutely fine, we're, we're okay with Coutinho, we lose against City, it's all his fault, all club's fault, FSG out and all that bullshit. So... Just for kind of like the sanity of like Twitter and our whole kind of like a, our own sanity, I, I do hope obviously we beat City because you know the fallout is going to be huge. I reckon if if we do lose against them and we haven't got any replacements in already, and it's totally ridiculous. I don't agree. It should be such a big thing, but it's going to be inevitably. What, what do you reckon, Ben?
2: Yeah, I mean. Uh, the the thing that I worry about the most is basically that front three um because I mean how many games are they gonna have to play now without you can only really rest one at a time, I think at this point with losing Coutinho and losing that creativity from the field if we don't replace it, you know it would be taking a risk playing most of the games without without at least two of them um so that's gonna be the big thing is keeping people fit. I mean, at the end of the day, we could go, we could go completely through most of the season and not have too many injuries. It wouldn't be like us because we don't usually get that luck. Um, but the last thing you know we want is is Salah or Mane getting a long injury, um, and even Bobby, which would which would be probably actually worse than one of them. Um, so really we just have to try and keep people as fit as possible and um, that's you know that's the main thing if we do get a couple of injuries and we'll, we drop a couple of points then heads are going to go down um, and as far as the city game goes we know what every single question Jurgen Klopp is going to have to face first is going to be um, you know that's going to be frustrating for him frustrating for for everybody and um, I'm sure the players you know they'll hate to hear it as well I suppose the good fact is
0: we've got a bit of a break now they're in Dubai having their warm weather training. So Klopp will have time to get in their head, get in their ears and make sure they're not getting down about the fact that Gatini is gone. So that's got to be a good thing, hasn't it, So si?
1: It has, mate. I mean, yeah. I think, um, you yeah, know, when, when, when you take a look at it, they, they need to get away. I mean, I've got friends out in Dubai and a couple of them have met with the squad this week. Uh, obviously, the squad that's fucked aren't going to give the average layman him any info, but they, they, he said that they all seemed in very high spirits, very laughing and joking with each other, and some seemed to be too perturbed with the whole Coutinho thing. They all sort of laughed it off. So, you know, I mean, how, how, how much the squads care really? Um, Bobby Firmino's obviously gone to Cyprus, but I think that's more to do with the fact that he's been falsely accused of racism um, than, than than anything else. Uh, and, I, and I do say falsely because um, I don't genuinely think at all that he made any sort of comment to. Whatsoever, But, you know, let's see what the FA come up with on that side of things. Um, I'm interested to see what Guy thinks, you know, go, going forward, because he's been quite vocal throughout the day um, on, on the fact that, you know, everything's a bit shit. Uh, Liverpool are a bit shit. Uh, the <laughs> a bit shit.
2: Just the um, usual. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, you know, you, you know how it is with him, you know, the, the, the whole world's ending sort of thing. When, uh, and, and, and I want to, yeah, make sure that, he, that he's OK and, you know, that, that if he needs a hug, that, that I'm here for him. Uh, and that, that, that's, that, that's not a problem. But, you know, Gary, come on. What what do we need, man? What do we need to make you happy?
4: We need to not rely on three players to fix our entire season. to Van Dijk. There's four. Well, he's not a player. He's just a fucking monster. Um,
0: and to, be, and to be fair, for many years, we were just won,
4: So, fucking be happy. <laughs> one point. True. But, well, it's never truly been one, has it? It's... it's um, we we need to not rely on players who we know shouldn't be starting for Liverpool anymore. Obviously we need to have rotation and stuff like that. I'm I'm not putting ox in this. But to rely on players such as Henderson Lalana, um Solanke, Sturridge I I love Sturridge but we can't rely on him. Solanke, all, all the English guys then. Pretty much. The shit.
0: Mm. Um, <laughs> fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes. Um I'll throw Markovic in there, bit of diversity. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, we can't we can't rely on them. Uh, Henderson broken. Lalana, he takes so long to get back from injuries. We've had four years, four odd years with him, and he's only had three um, scoring months. And in his role, obviously we have started playing a four-two three one kind of thing in the last couple of games and he's the 10 he needs to he needs to do more and i know he's missed a lot of 2017 a lot of 2017 but in 21 games he only had one goal but it, it's not good enough to rely to have him replace phil as a starter or in rotation um so we need we need i love i love how ox has started the season but we need him to take up another level if he if we are going as is we need Ox. I'm, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. We need, but at the same time, we don't want to be relying on Ox in the front three, because I know, I know, I think you agree with me, Sai, that he is a midfielder. He's a
1: midfielder. He's a he's yeah. midfielder. Absolutely is.
4: Yeah, because as normally when he plays on the right or left, he's not, a, he's not a big, he's not as big a goal threat as we need to for our system, and he tends to keep wide, and we don't do that. Our full-backs are the width. So him playing on the wide areas, it kind of just fucks with our team dynamic. Whereas in midfield, I'm, I'm, am if he started the majority of our games in the midfield free, that's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that. But if we go as is, Ox is probably going to be the the rotation option in the front three. And if not, Lalana is, and him in the front free's has never been good enough. The, no. the only place Lalana can play is that spare man in midfield. So, this in terms of the, the rotation options for the front three, unless Sturridge has had like million dollar man surgery, um, it the options are looking really light. in the midfield, the six is light because Chan's the only one who can play there. I mean, Ginny could probably fill in against some draw spot, for example. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put Ginny as the six against City. Um, so. We're gonna we're gonna be putting a lot of time on Ginny and Chan's legs because they're gonna be the core of our midfield, and the front three. Even if we had Phil, they'd obviously play a shit ton of more minutes. But now, we're playing with kind of fire because say if one of them gets injured, that fucks with the entire dynamic of our team. It would have with Phil here, but now it means you're moving Ox to forward where it's not the same. You're moving Lalana in midfield. You, yeah, you could even have have Milner in midfield. It, it, it There's so many...
1: There's <laughs> heaven so many forbid, li-
4: heaven forbid, you could even have Milner in midfield. <laughs> to, no, Milner's been actually good. <laughs> to, to, to be shocked, to shock you all, I think Milner's actually been good this season. Bloody hell. Uh, no. um, but yeah, it, it the quality just got lower. And that, that obviously happens when you lose, well, in my opinion, the best player or top three player, however you want to rate him, but we just lost our best player, and to go the rest of the season without replacing him, or if Lalana is the replacement, it, it it just doesn't fit the bill for me, and I think it um, it does give teams like Spurs and Arsenal a big boost, Arsenal less so, because they're obviously probably going to lose fucking Sanchez to Man City, but um, it, it makes <laughs> our fight with Spurs, United and Chelsea a lot harder than it should have been,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> yeah. I I understand, understand exactly where you're coming from, guy mate, I do, but um I th- I think we're always gonna see things slightly differently but we'll, we're obviously looking at two sides of the same same coin. Which mine's a bit shinier than yours. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: he's been polishing his a lot, that's all it is.
0: Mine's <laughs> like, <laughs> mine's plenty racket, time like. with his hands. <laughs> Guy's got a um, yeast
1: infection, that's why.
0: Certainly has. <laughs> Um, I think we've uh, covered quite a lot there, and I don't want to labour on too much about snakes and stuff. Um, has anyone else got anything they want to add before we wrap this up today?
1: Yeah, Kovacic has just come on for Real Madrid, so I don't see him being a viable option right now. <laughs> well, he's a bit busy right at this moment. <laughs> I'm also, I mean, I, I'm fairly sure it must have been an FSG outer account that actually posted it, but said that uh, we're considering triggering Jordan Ives'. Um, Recall clause at thirty million. Mm, that would be absolutely ridiculous. I, as you say, that's probably is. Yeah, but we
0: don't want either, to be honest. I can't see. I a
4: fucking sterling back. There's
3: I, a lot of talk there. of Abbey now.
1: Yeah. Early. Yeah, that, and I, I think that's where it'll go. I mean, they will definitely. I, I for me, I think they'll accept an extra 10, 15 million. Yeah, you know, for, for But then Goretzka as well, you know, I mean, Schalke are that pissed off, they may sell them early. It uh, doesn't, doesn't matter you about know. what
4: Schalke want, really.
1: Yeah, it's about
2: what he wants, that's the thing. Mm, yeah, well, that's, that's true. true.
1: But by all accounts, he did choose us as well, so let's see. And we'll knock them out right now.
0: Well, no, and I suppose the other message is to uh, everyone just to... Try and keep it calm and not, not believe everything you read. If you believe everything you read, Mara signed for us having a medical today. So, you know, just. Uh, There's
4: still was a couple all... hours.
0: Oh, very true. So, so, was it a, a number of news sources last night were saying it was a done deal and he's having a medical today. So,
1: you we know. Had, has his agent changed because previously it was a different guy and people are now saying it's Kia and I've not yeah, seen it change to Kia.
4: Um, I, th- I I read a thing in the Independent uh, when he was looking to move from Leicester last, where the year after the title, it, uh, it they said it was Kia.
2: Um, yeah, it's basically he's moved him because his other agent failed to get him out. Is really the way it is, and when I heard that, I basically just didn't want anything to do with him because I'd actually sort of convinced myself that yeah, I actually do want him and. I think Club could work wonders with him, but I really don't want anything to do with Kia on- or Fernandez or Ayola or any of them. No, I agree. I agree the with
4: you. O- the only redeemable thing about Mares and the Kia thing is that we are Mares' ceiling. And yeah. there's not gonna be another fu- there's not gonna be another fuck on, but yeah,
2: that- And I guess he's at his peak now, you know, so
4: Yeah. So we we are we are his Barcelona. Um so yeah. but ah, we ooh. don't we don't wanna be giving money to that
1: cunt. No. Hey, I'm, 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 t- I'm telling you, guy. When we spank Barcelona in the next round of the Champions League, you're gonna fucking eat those words, man.
4: <laughs> no, I I'm figuratively. We, Mauro isn't gonna move on to higher than us, is he?
1: Well, there's no such thing. Yeah, like this. <laughs> <laughs> you can suck my balls. That's by the minute
0: oh bloody hell guy who walked into that one straight on (laughs) (laughs) on that note has anyone else got anything they would like to say apart from about four seconds okay that's that one in there nicely Ben any last words
2: just we we need to wait and see what happens and it's it's either going to end good or it's either going to end in a why the fuck did we do that situation so we're going to find out soon enough
0: and Robsky finish this on a positive note mate
3: I honestly believe we have someone lined up already
0: that'll do me well right, yeah, Joe, thanks for joining us today guys and thanks for your time and if you want to get more of our words of wisdom, join us on uh, www.livercoreroom.com or listen to Si's tweets at atlivercoreroom on the lovely universe known as Twitter for beautiful people who know exactly what they're talking about thanks very much and goodbye
1: Welcome, welcome. Welcome,
2: Blayna. i
0: So we finally get everything working. Robsy disappears and Sal goes for a piss. Oh, penalty, oh. Beth! Yes! Ask Beth,
1: just gun
3: down. <laughs> yes, Penner. Okay. <laughs> <you? laughs> sorry, sorry,
1: Rob, we Rob, Rob can, can edit that out. I, I was listening to you, Rob. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm watching it as well.